Garfield et Jeff Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm your other host, Jeremy Deschner. Bum, 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 bum. That's right, and as you fine folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan in the news. That's right. And uh, we've got a lot of Japan and a lot of news and quite a bit of booze in this episode. And uh, I'm going to start off with the booze that I'm drinking. I'm drinking, I think it's called Shime. Shime, Shime, Shime. Shime. And uh, I got this from our our sponsor, Mitsuya Liquors. So if you're coming to Japan, if you're living in Japan, if you're alive, go to Mitsuya Liquors and get yourself some liquor. Get yourself some Shime. Get yourself some shimmy. So I'm going to open this. It's got like a little cork top like this. I'm afraid it's going to explode. So I'm shaking it a little bit because I'm just so hyper. Okay, here we go. All right. Don't explode. Don't explode. Don't explode. Don't explode. Don't explode. Don't explode. That's what she said. Hey! 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 Hey, ho. Hey, man, I'm a pro. I know how to open a beer. Got your <laughs> little shimmy, shimmy. Here we go. Shimmy. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. There's one thing the Dutch do right, and that's make beer. Although I don't think this is Dutch. But anyway, regardless, Jimmy, what are you drinking? I have got my standard of Benchmark, eight-year-old Benchmark, and Coca-Cola. Not bad, not bad. Hi, Kampai. Hi, Kampai. Hi, Kampai, Faders. Kampai, Faders. Wherever you are right now, Kampai. Unless you're driving. If you're driving, keep your eyes on the road and don't be drinking. Mm. Well, Jeremy, it's been an interesting week for everybody. Uh, Summer is uh, bashing us with the final blows of uh, heat, exhaustion, humidity. And in in my case, actually, maybe your case, too, lots and lots of rain. It feels like it's Bangkok in this bitch. But that's all good. Because, uh, yeah, it's it's just been really interesting in Tokyo. I'm sure it's been interesting in Fukuoka, too. And speaking of interesting, I had an interesting experience myself uh, recently. Do tell, do tell. Mm. What happened? I think that this new crop of international people that are moving to Japan is not all of them, but some of them are a little strange, a little off, a little different, right? All right. Not I'm everybody. Intrigued. I'm not intrigued. everybody. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying just some people that are coming to Japan are just kind of a little different. <clears throat> Let me explain. Please do. I went to my dermatologist about a week ago and uh, I had a little rash. I needed to get some cream, nothing serious. But anyway, I went to the dermatologist and uh, I walked in and I gave my insurance card and I sat down in the only available space. 
And I sat down next to a white girl. Everybody else in the place was Japanese, right? And the place was packed. This girl was white. She she had brown hair, big brown eyes. She looked pretty normal and stuff, you know? And um, whenever I go to like a waiting room at a hospital or a doctor's office or whatnot, even a dentist, I go in and I just close my eyes and I pretend like I'm not there because nobody wants to be there. Nobody wants to be like, hey, I've got a problem. Hey, guess what it is? You know? Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah. So anyway, I go there and I just kind of try to disappear as much as I can. So I'm sitting there and I disappear. And then all of a sudden, the uh, front desk lady called the white lady's the white lady's name. I'm, I'm not going to say what it was. It's like Helen or something, by the way. But uh, anyway, I'm joking. Um, so they call the girl's name and she gets up, right? And and she's speaking very primitive Japanese, right? Which is fine, which is fine. You're supposed to speak Japanese in Japan, you know, practice. Wherever you can, whenever you can, practice. If you're gonna buy a ticket from somebody, practice. Say, keep a good aside. If you're buying a rice ball, say, rice ball, good aside. Yeah, use your limited uh, Japanese and get better, right? But, sure. and that's what this girl was doing and I was proud of her, but she was doing it in the most unusual way. She was speaking <laughs> as if she was a prince like like that's my wow. my really bad princess voice but i mean she was speaking like a princess like imagine that you go to disneyland and and they have a princess and she's got a microphone and she's reenacting like cinderella or something and that's how this girl was talking to the point where i awoke from my slumber and I looked around and everybody was staring at her. Like every single, there's like fucking 15 people in this waiting room and they're all looking at her dumbfounded. Like, what is she doing? What was she talking like a princess? What's going on? This is, this is unusual. Right. And then when she was paying, when she was paying, she, her bill was like, what? 4,000 yen. Right. So she's like, like 1,000. She's like, like like she was like out of her mind insane as if she was a princess she was not dressed as a princess she was just an average looking white girl from the suburbs right probably probably from like ohio or i don't know maybe quebec or something who knows i'm probably not quebec they speak french there but anyway it was very odd it was very 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 odd and i don't know why but after she left she was like talking to herself in a princess voice or whatever. And then about a couple of minutes later, they called my name and they wanted me to go up there. And in my head, I was like, okay, come on, Johnny. This is your one chance. Your one chance. This is the only time in your life you can do this where it'll be funny and accepted. So I stood up and I said, it's me, Mario. Have you seen my princess with the herpes? No, I didn't say that. I did not say that at all. I almost did. In my head, I was like, should I talk like Mario? Should I speak Mario in English or Mario in Japanese? Should I do Mario? Should I do Mario? Should I do Mario? But I think everybody was like, kind of like, not cool with her speaking like a princess. So I did not do the Mario. But I was I was so close to talking like Mario. I mean, the son. What does she want Mario? What does she want princess? What so close. I should have done it. And then I regretted it. I was like, fuck, I should have done it. I should have done it. I think she has a herpes. That's why she's here at the dermatologist. But we don't know. <laughs> she got it from Koopa. Oh, no, man. Oh, no. You, like, yeah. you know, the thing is, like, the, sometimes they actually ask you in the doctor's office, like, what's wrong with you? And you're like, I have to say what's wrong with me in front of fucking everyone. Yeah, they do do that. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of fucked up. But like, uh, yeah, Princess Girl. Wow, that's weird. What if she actually worked for Disney, and that's like how she learned Japanese, like from her job at Disney? She has Maybe. to speak like a princess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
Maybe she is a princess. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, she was talking like an exaggerated princess and it was really unusual. And I motherfucking dropped the ball because the one time I could talk like Mario, I didn't do it. Damn it. Damn it. Those 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 opportunities don't don't just fall into your lap, man. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I would have fucked it up. I would have said, like, it's a me, you're Mario. And then somebody in the back would have been an otaku and be like, excuse me, excuse me. Then that's more Luigi. Like, oh, oh good point. Yeah. Hater. Hater. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Wario, sit down. You're doing it wrong. Oh, God. Yeah, well, and here in Fukuoka, we get a lot of foreigners, man. And it's just been, like you said, there's just been so many international people showing up and dude we get the good along with the bad man uh sometimes i you know when you're in a when you're in a bar situation and you're dealing with people who are just on vacation and drinking a lot of alcohol sometimes their behavior leaves you scratching your head dude you know and i we get some people who come in who are complete japanophiles which there's nothing wrong with i i, I love japan there's nothing wrong you with do? being a Japanophile. It's cool, man. If you're interested, you're into the culture, you're into it. But I get people in there like dudes that are the equivalent of bronies, man. They'll be in there doing all the all the um gal dances, you know, like the the the, the dances where they go na 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 wiper wiper down down up up, you know. I'm doing they the do all that stuff. Yeah. They know all the dances by heart. And then they know all of the the Japanese hmm. pop songs and they're like they're like uh Play this pop song. Play this pop song. Play this pop song. I'm like, oh, sure, sure, man, sure. How do, how do you know all this stuff? That's interesting. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and they'll they'll get up there and they'll start trying. They'll start doing like the dances like whatever they've seen on TV, and and especially when it comes to like animation show and like uh, themes and stuff. There are people go, that just go Power Rangers. Yeah, but even like there's like older stuff, man. Like stuff that like from the seventies and stuff. Then they know the. Yeah, they know all of the all of the words. They know all everything, man. They can sing it. They do the karaoke, and you know, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing, and it's it's a bit strange from like from my perspective. But I'm like, hey, man, whatever brings them in, right? (laughs) Dude, that is crazy. That is crazy. And actually, I know a lot of old Japanese anime songs. Yo, there's somebody at my door. We're fucking live, so I'm just gonna go grab it and stuff. Give me two seconds, Jeremy. Talk, talk. Talk. Wouldn't it be weird if it was Tom and he came in and started just stabbing Johnny live on Facebook <laughs> or on YouTube? We'd be we'd finally get the press that we wanted and just had to lose one of us, you know. That'd be weird though. Hmm. Do yourself a favor, go out and get you some benchmark. That is the best fucking whiskey for mixing. If you're gonna drink Buffalo Trace, drink it neat. Don't put any water in it, don't put any ice in it. Drink it neat. But if you're going to do Benchmark, I recommend mixing it with either soda or Coke. Either way, do yourself a favor and go out and get some of that. I bet they have it at Mitsuya Liquor. They got everything at Mitsuya Liquor. Mitsuya they got Liquor. everything there. Yeah. Absolutely everything. They have over 300 beers. 300. They have walls of whiskey. Oh, it's so great. Oh, that's where I got the shimmy. That's where I got all the sake behind me. I'm good to go tonight, man. Speaking oh. of, uh, what's been going on in your life, man? Uh, you know, aside from having all these foreigners show up, um, it's been Obone, and I don't know if you know what Obone is. Of course, you I know, know what it is, but I mean, the, the faders might not know what Obone is. Obone is like the Day of the Dead in Japan, but it lasts like what five days, three to five days. So on About the first day, the first day, all of the dead spirits come out of the ocean and come onto land, right? And then the second day, you have a feast or whatever with your family, the living ones, 
and uh, you, you do all the old uh, banger gong and uh, light some incense and stand on one foot and wink one eye and pray to some kind of weird Shinto god. And then what kind of <laughs> what have you been up to, man? I haven't seen or heard anybody do anything like that. Yeah, well, yeah. Fukuoka is celebrate Obon in the circus. Fukuoka is a weird, a weird place. But then, like, um, in addition to that, like, um, when when it's time for the spirits to go, the last day, the last day is like the third day of Obon, which should be roughly pretty soon. Yeah, day three. That's when the spirits go back. They go back to the ocean. So, like, uh, guys like me whose hobby is, like, snorkeling and scuba diving, there's a thing here in Japan where they're like, you can't go in the water on the day that the spirits go back because they'll take you to the other side with them. And I'm like, whatever. I'll, I'll go diving during a hurricane. It doesn't matter to me, man. Yeah, but uh, that's what some people say around here. So, we've been dealing with that. I try, to get, I try to get in as much snorkeling and scuba diving as possible every year because come September 1st, the Japanese people love to break out their jackets and all the trains start to smell like mothballs. And, you know, even though it's still hot outside, people start wearing their winter clothes. They're slaves to the um, to the calendar, man. I've seen it for years. People do that. September 1st, the beach is closed. All the beach houses are gone. It's still warm outside. It's still nice, but it's t- pretty it's warm te- in September here, man. Yeah, technically, well, September, one, winter. September, winter starts kind of fallish. But the thing is, like, uh, wait, the, the, the beach is closed, but... Does that mean you can still go snorkeling or you can't? It's completely closed. It's off limits. Because, I mean, I was on a beach like, uh, what, about a month ago? I went to a barbecue party and it was like a closed beach and we we're swimming and nobody cared. Yeah, that was a month ago. And, you know, September comes after August, right? So. Um, no, no, it was a closed beach. Yeah. That's my so point. What, what that means is that when I say the beach is closed, you know, on a beach, they have these things called beach houses. You pay like 2,000 yen and it has like a tatami mat and you can go in there and sit on the tatami. You can order beers. You can order fried squid, French fries, all the kinds of food, you know, and hang out at the beach under this like um, uh, awning, like a, like a roof. It's a beach house. All those beach houses and all the beach restaurants close on September 1st. Yeah, but if you want to go snorkeling, the water's no, no problem. Play. Yeah, it, it's great. I'll still <laughs> right, go snorkeling. That's yeah. my point. <laughs> yeah, I'll still go snorkeling and stuff like that. But part of the fun of going to the beach is hanging out at the beach house, man, because you get all the all the good like omatsuri foods, like your konamiyakis and French fries and Japanese style corn on the cobs, and that's it's really true, good. Yeah, it's really good. But those all close at uh, September first, so I try to get in as much as I can before then. But uh, Obon, you're not supposed to go in the water on the on the last day. That's what they're saying, anyways. You believe mm. in ghosts, Johnny? At all? We've had some supernatural shit on the show, man. We've talked to some really cool supernatural people. Well, I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm pretty sure they believe in me. So <laughs> let's just leave it at that. All right. Very good. Very good. <laughs> That's my quote for today. Well, on that note, I think it's time we uh, get into the news and read about some possibly future ghosts. All right, faders. All right. Uh, Enjoy a few words from our sponsors and we'll catch you in a couple of minutes. Thank you. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know, I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. 
prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yapu. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. That's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. 
Ghost Town Pomade is the number one badass pomade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Pomade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Pomade, badass pomade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Pomade. This stuff is a man's pomade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Pomade. Get your bait on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food? got just the place for you soul food house in azabujuban check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com come by and taste the love we look forward to feeding you what's up haters we are back and we are back with the news here we go uh we've got the top five stories and these stories are absolutely spectacular um i'm gonna start off first because uh, this story has got my name written all over it oh sweet jesus sweet baby jesus here we go <clears throat> without further ado perv hunters arrested in tokyo for blackmailing alleged voyeur these gentlemen are obviously doing God's work. Wait, let me read that again. Perf hunters arrested. Oh, I thought they arrested somebody. Perf hunters arrested. They got arrested in Tokyo for blackmailing alleged voyeur. Alleged voyeur. Here we go. As the story unfolds, three men were arrested recently for allegedly blackmailing a person who they accused of secretly photographing a woman on the mean streets of Tokyo, police said Tuesday, suspecting the offenders were acting as perv hunters. That's quoted, quote, perv hunters. They're perv hunters. It should be a show. Perv hunters, they got their own like maybe like car or something. They got like a maybe a van, like they they got a van that has like a Ooh. unicorn and all the windows are tinted. <laughs> they look like pervs. Uh, okay, here we go. Tsubasa Sasoe, 33 year old resident of Tokyo's Toshima Ward, which is completely unnecessary to write this, and the others are suspected of extorting 1.1 million yen from a man in his 30s in August last year. Another suspect, Kotaro Masatsuoka, a 34-year-old from Tokyo's Shinagawa Ward, claimed to be acting as an agent for the woman who was photographed. Uh, Hello, I am the woman's agent. Uh, They told the man near J.R. Ikebukuro Station, ah, Ikebukuro Station, uh, that if he didn't, of course it was, that if he did not admit to photographing the woman, they would take him to the police and then demand money to settle the matter. The The man then borrowed money from a credit business, credit card business to make the payment, according to the police. So wait a second. He paid these guys a million dollars, so he didn't go to the police office million and paid them a million dollars. I'm seeing red flags all over the place here. This is ridiculous, obviously. Yeah. This guy's a moron and a pervert. <clears throat> quote. Oh, no quote. I'm sorry. The man later consulted the police who suspect the three may have been extorting money from other individuals. 
The man was later arrested for filming up the girl's skirt and then paid her another 1 million yen. Oh my God, I just made that last sentence up. But oh my God, this is a crazy story. People acting as perv hunters hunt down suspected pervs and then get money from them. I Is there is that a problem? Is that bad? Victimless crime, dude. Victimless Kinda. crime. If yeah. the guy is a pervert, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Jimmy? I would be. I would laugh my ass off if the if the police person who was taking his uh his report was a lady, and then she looks down and he's got his phone down there, like trying to film up her her dress <laughs> while she's taking his report. Hey, you son of a bitch! You can't yeah, be doing I'm that just, to everyone. Be respectful I'm, to women. I'm just practicing. Shit! <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm a sicko. Here's a million yen. <laughs> I really want to bust the guys that uh, stole my money. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Perv hunters busted. I I really wonder if these guys were real authentic perv hunters that, I mean, they're like basically like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say Batman or Robin. What, what, what's like a C-level Marvel hero? Ant-Man? They're like the Ant-Mans of like the, the superhero Japan perv hunting world or something. No, but it's really easy to like for this guy, Sasao-san, and the other guy, uh, Matsuoka-san, the guys who got the money. All they got to mm-hmm. do is like, the guy goes, I gave him a million yen. They're like, no, he didn't. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't be dumb enough to put it in a bank where there's a record of it, right? They're extorting money. So they just probably kept that shit in an envelope and divvied it up between the three guys, right? Everyone gets 300,000 yen. They're not going to put it in the bank. Well, if they play pachinko with it and break even, then maybe they could put it in the bank. No, I guess they can't because originally where they get the money. Yeah, they can't put it in the bank whatsoever. Yeah, these guys are fucked. Yeah, just keep the cash in. The guy goes, those guys took my money because they took a picture of a girl's boo-boo and he's like uh no he didn't <laughs> there's no evidence yeah well i don't know well we'll find out okay there's gonna be a follow-up on this story okay be a stories next story all right 64 year old man arrested for dry humping a policeman in a police box no just kidding <laughs> what no way yeah use some lube Tuesday? Nice. yeah Savage. Okay, a 64-year-old man was arrested after calling police to say his uh, he forcibly kissed a girl in a park. What was he bragging? I don't get this. <laughs> right. I did it. Did it. Finally. She, she said no, but I kissed her anyways. All right. A cold war. Yeah. Ooh, gross. Uh, Tokushima. Uh, police in Tokushima City, Tokushima Prefecture, have arrested a 64-year-old man. On suspicion of indecent assault after he forcibly kissed a junior high school girl, cunt. Yeah, god damn, this guy sucks. In a park on Sunday. Again, it's like 12, 12 years old. Yeah, that's a a baby. And and then uh, he called the police the next day to report what he had done. This is the first alleged sexual assault case in Tokushima Prefecture since since Japan reformed its penal code in mid-July to impose stricter penalties on sexual offenses. Uh, the Kyoto News reported. Ooh. The police identified the male suspect uh, that approached the girl who was sitting on a park bench at around 9 a.m. He forcibly kissed her and grabbed her buttocks. The girl was not physically injured. Are you, are you kidding? She was f- fucking physically injured. Pretty uh, bad. Yeah. Uh, and, and reported the incident to her parents, the police said. Of course they did. And then if I was her dad, I'd be out there fucking with a baseball bat looking for this punk. You know what I mean? 
Oh, yeah. Street yeah. justice. Sweet, sweet street justice. When in doubt, vigilante out. Okay. The suspect is uh, called the Tokushima Chuo police station from a payphone at 3.30 p.m. and said he would turn himself in. 64, dude. And he's out there trying to kiss somebody else's little daughter. Fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, this guy... But what is it? Is he unemployed? Usually they say that. Is he unemployed? It doesn't say. Doesn't say. Uh, that means 64, he had to die. 64 is like a retirement age. Oh, that's, a gran- that's a grandpa, dude. That's a grandpa. And he's up there trying to kiss little girls. Well, he can't fuck up his pension. He's already on the pension. Oh, shit. I guess it's kind of like kid. Huh? Like, if don't he's get like- your- go ahead, Johnny. If he's 64, he's already finished working. He's got his pension. He's getting a monthly check from the government. He's bored. It's 9 a.m. He's lonely. <laughs> and he's dirty. Oh, God. Yeah, kick this guy off the streets. We need the, we need the fucking perv hunters to go to Tokushima and sort this fucker out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy obviously has money. Yeah. <laughs> it's 9 o'clock. He's in the park. <laughs> of course, this guy's loaded. <laughs> Jesus, we got to get somebody oh. out there to sort this guy out. Patrols mm. and shit should be done in these parks, man. Because you know that little girl's got to be like pushing this dude away and whatever, and like someone saw that shit. It's 9 a.m. People are walking through. They're going to work. See well, something, do what, something, man. Well, you don't know what kind of a park it is. It could have been a park that's like the size of like a yogi park, or it could be like one of those small little parks that's kind of like near a station or a school or something like that. But regardless, yeah, there's always somebody somewhere in Tokyo or in Japan. So, yep. And there's cameras everywhere. So, yeah, this guy's busted. Yeah, my internal internal Spider-Man kicks in and I run over there and say, what is the problem, citizen? And I try to help a little girl, you know? You mean your neighborhood Spider-Man? Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Okay, moving forward. <clears throat> Next story. Woman arrested for stealing boyfriend's, quote, Kingdom Hearts video game figure. All right, ladies, so there's a couple of things that you don't do in a relationship. And one of them, obviously, is never, ever, ever touch a man's toys. Jeremy, look behind you. You've got toys, figures, posters, modern art, classic art, comic books, video games. You've got everything from A to Z plus some. And what would you do if your wife took one of your toys and threw them away? Oh, she doesn't even come in my room, man. She's not even allowed in his room. No, no, I didn't say she wasn't allowed in here. She gave up. She can't even come in the house. She gave up a long time ago. She used to encourage me and (laughs) tell me to try hard, but quit doing that. Okay. Well, all right. Well, you don't throw away a guy's toys. Here we go. And uh, we're going to learn what happens. All right. Hugo Prefecture Police received a call on August 5th from a 31-year-old man living in the city of Himeji. Quote, my figure is gone. End quote. The man told the operator after calling 110, a.k.a. 911. This guy called 911 to complain that his figure was missing. This kind of sounds like uh, Pee-wee's big adventure. My back. <laughs> my back. Uh, although otaku-oriented figures have uh, impressed love, impressive levels of detail, they aren't capable of wandering off on their own. The man didn't just share his home with a figure, but also with his 41-year-old living girlfriend, a former co-worker. And after looking into the matter, the police determined that mm-hmm. she was the culprit and arrested her on the site of charges of mass theft. Okay. Jesus Christ. I know. What was that's... this woman thinking? 
this terrible, nasty bitch. <clears throat> In the case of the man who called the police, the figure uh, that his girlfriend stole wasn't of a ridiculously busty young maiden posing provocatively in a skimpy outfit. No, no, no. While police statements about such thefts sometimes go into no greater details than, quote, items of popular anime series, end quote, the Hyogo Prefecture Police Shikama Precinct has made it clear that the figure was of Sora. It was of Sora, the main character from Square Enix's, quote, Kingdom Hearts, end quote, video game franchise. The oh, theft wasn't oh, promoted. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, basically, it's not like one of those skimpy girls that's showing her big ass titty. You know, you've been to Akihabara where they have like the porno stores that has all the porno adult, like like XXX rated, like uh, what's called figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah doing sorts of evil things. Sometimes they're rabbits, sometimes they're raccoons. They, they got everything. You just, what are you supposed to do with those? Uh, make you can't, like you can't, stop motion movies or something? I don't know. Because <laughs> you can't... Um... Some of them have detachable penises. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude, it's crazy. What if she just stole the penis? <laughs> oh, that's even worse. <laughs> like a, like, a, like, the like beginning stealing of a Goonies. diamond from a diamond ring. Yeah, at the beginning of Goonies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the theft wasn't prompted by, uh, by feelings of resentment or jealousy either. The woman who is currently unemployed told the police that she sold the figure uh, to use the money for living expenses. Oh, my but God. She sold dude. the figure to buy crack? Yeah, basically. And guess how much she got for it? 4,000 yen. She's Jesus. going to for 4,000 yen. And of course, dude, this guy's going to break up with her. He's so pissed off. He's going to call his mom. Actually, he's probably living in her house. <laughs> so he's probably going to move back with his parents. Or maybe he's living in his parents' basement in Damn. this area of Japan. And then she's like an unemployed girlfriend that's 10 years older living with him. Maybe. Who knows? But this is this is bad. This is really bad. This is not, this is not good for the, the relationship. And, and believe it or not, in a few months, Christmas is coming up. So, I mean, she could have got him a new figure or something like that. But I don't think they're going to cross that bridge. No way, Jose. Not oh. at all. I don't think that 4,000 yen is going to last the next three or four months. Oh, yeah. I'm basically not even going to pay for a lawyer. They probably smoke and stuff and probably just use all that to buy cigarettes and stuff. Yeah, living expenses. Gosh. What What is 4,000 yen going to buy you, man? Mm. Uh, if you go to, to Mitzia Liquor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. you go to Mitzia Liquor, you can <laughs> buy quite a bit. Or Harry's, yeah. Harry's is great. Yeah. A night at Harry's. Yeah, definitely. 4,000 yen. Yeah. A couple of pints of beer, delicious sandwich, some fries, potato chips, a million great conversations. Yeah. 4,000 yen is priceless if you go to Harry's. I don't know about the happy ending. I just made that up. Oh, man. Okay. Next story. <clears throat> beep, beep. Dude, this is a good one. Man who drove his car into spectators at night festival says he was in a bad mood. Yeah. Well, no shit. <laughs> yeah, Shizuoka. Police in Shizuoka said on Saturday that a 26-year-old man who drove his who drove his car into a crowd of spectators at a night festival on Friday night, injuring three people, told them that he was in a bad mood. So pissed off, <laughs> upset. Someone stole his fucking figure and sold it for four thousand yen, and that chick is a cunt. All right, yeah, I'll teach her. All right. The incident occurred around 6 p.m., which is not even nighttime. If you think about it, it doesn't get dark until like 8. 
the Kyoto News reported. Police said that Kazuki Tokimori, a company employee, not for long, drove about 40 meters into a pedestrian-only area, hitting a man in his 30s, his two-year-old son, and a woman in her 40s who was carrying a stolen figurine from the Horror Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Ah, fuck. It all comes together. It all comes together. Big spider web. Yeah. All three were taken to the hospital with their injuries, but their injuries were not life-threatening. Thank God. So he's a fucking failure at everything, huh? He's failure at his job, failure at murder. All right. The police said that Takimori got out of his car and tried to run away, a failure at being brave, uh, but was subdued by spectators. Uh, Tokimori's father issued a statement on Saturday apologizing for his son's act. He said he cannot understand what made his son do such a thing. I think his son's a cunt. Yeah. (laughs) Bad parenting, probably. Probably horrible parenting, man. Yeah. I, I like that he was subdued. You know, he, he caused all this mayhem and then fucking street act or street fucking justice was in full effect, dude. Fuck. Yeah. Although we don't recommend it. We don't recommend it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Right. I might send you a free T-shirt. Hey, um, you know what? Um, this guy, he's he fucking got he ran over some people, a baby. He ran over a two year old kid, man. Technically, it's a toddler, but who you know? It's yeah. It's but then he then he then he got out of his car and tried to do a, a Barney Rubble, like tried to take off, and mm-hmm. then somebody just tackled his ass like football style, man, and, and took him down and held him down until the police got there. Judo, that guy, God. fucking love that shit. Yeah, you can't fuck around with Japanese people, man. They know judo. Yep, it's true. It's true. Some of the smallest guys are some of the toughest guys you'll ever meet. Oh, there are people who have 10,000 hours on the judo mats, man. Don't fuck with them. Yeah, dude. No, dude. Yeah, man. If I can, if you're in a train and somebody, but usually these people, the people that are like train a lot and stuff, they're like the most nicest people. They're never the coolest people. Yeah. So you don't have to be worried or anything like that. But the thing is, it's just like, if you push somebody too far, that switch might go off. And I think that's what happened. Of course, that's what happened here. That guy fucking like ran over a couple of people. He got out of his car like a little bitch, like, ah. He started running and fucking probably like one or two dudes just went up and like fucking judo chopped that motherfucker and fucking subdued him to the cops showed up. And now that guy, he's going to be in jail for a long, long time. You know, I don't think your mood gets better when you go to jail. I don't think you go to jail and you're like, oh, I feel at peace now. Um, No way, dude. You go to jail, dude, the hours that you got to sleep, the way you got to sleep, the food that you got to eat. Jail in Japan. The anal is no- sex. No, that's America. But, uh, dude, yeah, sorry. In Canada, too, apparently, that's what I heard. I was uh, like, that's I heard, that's heard, in jail and out of jail for those guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, hey, oh, hey, hey, oh. Hey, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah, wait, yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we just lost. <laughs> oh, like, Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. Baby, Canada. We love you, Canada. I love, love Toronto. You. Yes, but um, uh, yeah, dude, this guy is not going to be in a good mood for the next. Uh, I would say twenty to forty. <laughs> yeah, if he, you know what, if if those if those people had one of them had been killed, he would be hanging on the end of a rope, right? They would give his ass the death penalty for that shit. Oh, for that? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, you do not fuck around with their fucking car, dude. In Japan, a car is a serious fucking thing here. Getting a driver's license is it was super incredibly difficult. You have if no you, idea. Yeah. If you run over anybody, even on accident, like if you hit somebody at a crosswalk, your life is fucked, dude. You're going to end up paying a lot of money. You might go mm-hmm. to jail. Your job's yeah. going to fire you. You're, 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 
you're 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 screwed, man. So you have to you're be super careful when you drive here. Somebody, yeah. And then, mm. the, you know, there, there was another incident a few years ago in, in Akihabara. You remember this one, right? Akihabara? Uh, yeah. They the block off the group. streets and it's like all the nerds can walk around and like sniff each other and stuff. And um, this guy took a, rented a truck, a U-Haul truck and drove it in there. And like, then he jumped out of the truck and started like snick, 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 snapping people. Yeah, and then one, this. yeah, and then, then one brave cop and didn't use his gun. He had this like, like telescoping baton and, the, the, you know, the ones that you flick out. They shoot out, yeah. Yeah, and he went over there and he fucking hit that guy's hand and then took him down and and held him there and arrested him. And that guy, mm-hmm. that guy's in fucking jail now. He might even get the death penalty. I think he might might have gotten I the death penalty. He should. Like he might have already. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that was crazy. You know why he did that? You know why he did that? Why did he do he that? Did, he did that because he couldn't get a girlfriend. Oh, it's cool so that, that he that couldn't get a girlfriend. So he runs into an area that's full of nerds that can't get girlfriends, right? right. <laughs> looking, looking for one girl, all right? Oh God, what an asshole! Fuck that guy! All right, moving forward. Uh, okay, here we go. Is this the last story? Oh fuck, it's the last story. Here we go. All right. Man who asked homeowner to let him in, not for the hair of my chinny chin chin. Uh, okay, uh, man who asked homeowner to let him in because snake was on the loose. Arrested for robbing the house. We we can't make this shit up, dude. This is this is fucking crazy. This kind of reminds me of that old Chevy Chase Saturday Saturday Night Live skit or whatever with the the, the land shark. Land shark, yeah. Land shark. Knock, knocks on the door. Candy gram. Yeah. Pizza delivery. Are you that shark? No. no. <laughs> that's that's the one. That's the one. I love it. That's one of my favorites. That's when Chevy Chase was awesome. Dude, what's your favorite? Just uh, just before we get on to the story, what's your very favorite uh, SNL skit? I I know I got mine. Can you um, think of your see. favorite one? Uh, I like the Gumby one. Uh, I like, well, I like Gumby, all damn the Gumby it. ones. The Gumby yeah. ones. The Gumby one with uh, pretty much everything that Eddie Murphy did. I mean, when Eddie Murphy did, um, let's call it. Um, what was that one guy? The the guy that's. In the neighborhood, it's a wonderful place in the neighborhood. Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah, I love Mr. Yeah, Rogers. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Blues Brothers was good. Fantastic. Uh, it's called the, the Portuguese guys that come to America to pick up girls. That's pretty oh, good. wild and crazy guys. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your favorite? Oh, <laughs> uh, I got I got this one classic that's my favorite. It's, it's from the original season one and it's called The Loud Family and it's got Carrie Fisher from Star Wars, it played Princess Leia. She's uh-huh. in the sketch too, and because she was going out with uh, Paul Simon at the time and uh, hang, hanging out with like Jim Belushi and shit. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So she was around the SNL like season one crew, and it's so funny. It's got Bill Murray, it's got John Belushi, it's got Dan Aykroyd in it. It's great. It's called the it's called the uh, the Loud Family, and as you can guess, everything they say they're yelling, they're yelling their lines, and like. The guy comes over, he's going to take the girl for a date, and he's, he works for the airlines. But since he works for the airlines, he's got those those um, baggage handler headphones, so he, mm-hmm. he's cool with it, right? Because it doesn't matter if they're loud, because he can't hear anyways. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, the other guy comes over, he's like, no, Mr. Loud, you have a lovely family. You have two beautiful daughters. He goes, I used to have three daughters, but one of them died. He goes, oh, my God, what happened? He said, avalanche. <laughs> That's <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. I love it. Oh, oh that's uh okay. So uh faders, we do have a story. 
Go back to the news, man. Sorry. I just okay, had to get back that to in. the news. Okay, we digress. A uh, man who asked <clears throat> homeowner to let him in because Snake was on the loose, arrested for robbing house, as you do. Police in Sendai, Miyagi Prefecture, have arrested a 28 year old man on suspicion of stealing about 3.7 million yen Jesus. in cash from a house in April. That's like fucking 40, it was 40, 40 almost $40,000. Yeah. yeah. Well, who keeps were- that shit in their house? Uh, elderly people, I guess. I don't know. Rich elderly people. I don't know. I don't trust them banks. I lived in the depression. Fuck them banks. Okay. According to police, the incident occurred on April 25th. Shota Kano, a company employee, convinced the elderly woman who lives in the house in Izumi Ward to let him in. Not by the hair of my little chin chin. Um, inside by lying that, quote, a snake had escaped. End quote, local media reported. So basically he's banging on the door. He's like, there's an escaped snake on here. Oh my God, you got to let me in. You got to let me in. There's a snake. I've never heard out of all my years of living in Japan of poisonous or evil or bad snakes in Japan. The only snake that I know of Japan is in my pocket. (laughs) No, 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 no. Japan has the habu. When you drink habu sake, the snake liquor. Mm -hmm. You've seen that before. I know you have. Yeah, but is that snake from Japan? I it's it was from, from Japan. China. It's like from Okinawa and shit. Oh, from Okinawa. Yeah, well, yeah Okinawa yeah. is a different part of the world, dude. It's basically Okinawa. its own country. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Habus. They're called habus. Habu, habu. While in the house, Kano stole approximately 3.7 million yen in cash and left. Police did not say how long Kano was in the house or how he knew where the woman kept her cash. Police said Kano was detained after street surveillance camera footage showed his car outside the woman's house at the time of the robbery. There's cameras everywhere um there have been eight cases involving a man pleading to enter homes because of snakes using different reasons because of snakes in izumi ward because of snakes police said because of snakes kono has denied the allegations and was quoted by police you're a snake yeah he's a snake quote i can't remember anything that happened four months ago end quote this guy obviously has a good lawyer um but still that's not gonna hold up in court because bitch we got you on camera fuck you oh my god so basically this is really a thing in japan i guess snakes on planes in the streets or something i don't know um i was the getaway driver man the snake was waiting in the car driving Mm. for him yeah He's trying to escape from L.A. or New York yeah. or something. Yeah, like that. Snake Plissken. Yeah, but in this part, where are you, right? So where is this? This took place in Miyagi. Yeah, there's no such Sendai. thing as snakes in Miyagi, dude. There's no way. I mean, he might as well have said that. He might as well have just like gone up to the door, knocked on the door and said, help, help. There's an albino radioactive left-handed gender overdrive punk rock turtle, and he's out here to get me. And then the lady is like, well, that makes sense. More snake, more sense than a poisonous snake. And she would have let him in, and then he could have robbed her. I don't know, regardless. There's a snake out here. It's trying to get me, and I'm cold, and I need my medicine. Mm. <laughs> Grandpa Simpson and shit. That's ridiculous. Yeah, don't let anybody in. Never let anybody in that you don't know, man. Fucking even Uber Eats and shit, dude. Fucking you open up the door for Uber Eats, make sure you get that chain. I'd be like, are you really Uber Eats? Yeah, make Show sure the guy's idea. wearing pants. If they're not wearing pants, probably not Uber Eats. Probably not Uber Eats, but they do want to eat something, and it's not good. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, are there are there cases of snakes chasing people? 
We've got ch- we all right. We've done stories of uh, let's see. We've had monkeys chasing people in Tokyo. No, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a pet monkey that got loose a couple of times here in, in Tokyo, and um, yeah, try to had, eat your dick. Well, yeah, you, well, you be careful with that unless you let her into that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we've had that. We had a we had a seal like a sea lion. Remember Tamachan? Tamachan yeah. the Tamagawa. Yeah, we had that, and. Uh, I think that's it. I've never heard of any other animals that got loose that caused havoc or anything. But, but like they don't chase snakes don't chase people, right? They pretty much try to run away themselves, right? Like snakes that oh. are aggressive, they don't chase motherfuckers. I guess like if it has eggs or whatever and you're trying to take a snake eggs, it might try to bite you and make you go away, but it doesn't like like it won't like chase you down the street, right? Like like no. if you get a dog, like an angry dog will chase you. Uh-huh. If you run or a bear will chase you. How oh yeah, bears will chase the fuck out of you, man. They'll like yeah. bite your fucking face off, like in Grizzly Man. That fucking documentary yeah. is hard. They'll eat you asshole first, not in a good way. Hey, and uh, but snakes, like um, they don't chase people, right? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm, I never I'm heard about. I don't know about animals, man. <laughs> All right, figures, know, if you man. know about snakes, please uh, put some answers in the comments or in chat. Inquiring minds want to know. And on yeah. that note, Johnny. On that note, I say that's a show. Faders, thank you very much for uh, tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. And if you are enjoying what you are watching on YouTube, and you should be watching us on YouTube and subscribing, uh, we've got a new little uh, segment that we're doing, and it's basically called Got Faded Japan TikTok Eats. Should we call it TikTok Eats? Should we change yeah, it? Yeah, but basically, we're just going to like yeah. find some TikToks about Japan, and we're going to talk about them. Yes, yes. The most twisted, bizarre, weird, strange, hilarious TikToks that we can find on the goddamn internet. We're going to discuss them and break them down and have a whole lot of fun doing that. So, faders, definitely check us out on YouTube because it's a new segment. Okay, cool. On that note, definitely support Gaffin in Japan. We're on YouTube. Oh, I guess we're on TikTok too. Hey, TikTok. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're all over any place where you can get uh, your podcast. For example, iTunes and Spotify and Podbean and whatnot, Stitcher. So definitely do that. And when you do go to iTunes, give us a five star review and write something groovy. In fact, if you just write gibberish, it's it's the same effect. As long as you write something, you could write poop a hundred thousand times. Please write still, poop. It will put us up a little, a little slight notch above all the other podcasts in Japan that are now all over the internet. So yeah, if you do that, that's super cool. And uh, Jeremy, did I, I, I'm Patreon? Yeah, go to Patreon. Give us a couple of bucks if you can. What Stitcher, else? Stitcher uh, went away August 1st, right? I think Stitcher's gone. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Stitcher. But hey, yeah, there's a lot of other people who've uh, jumped on our bandwagon and are putting out a Japan-centric podcast. But you know what? You love us. We've been around the longest. Johnny's been doing this shit since 2001 or something Two, like nine, that. Nine. 2009, since 2009. So throw your boys a, a bone. If you uh, like one of our videos and it makes you laugh and you like our our um, our business model of giving away free shows and free comedy... Uh, do us a favor and hit like and subscribe and everyone says that on their videos but it does help and we appreciate it, it. and back to you Johnny thank you very much for tuning in to this very special episode of Got Fit in Japan this is actually by the way a very nice bottle of shimei it's 7% and if you don't have dinner and you drink one of these <laughs> it's going to put you in a really good spot to be in uh, so thank you Shimei. 
Thank you, Mitzia Liquors, for uh, hooking me up. And uh, yeah, uh, support Mitzia Liquors. They're absolutely fantastic. They're located in Asagaya. And I will see you there at the bar. Peace. This was episode 707. Well, brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up repugnant shit. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.